0: hello everyone and welcome to a saintly moment. I'm James Kibby and this week we're remembering the life of Alfred the Great, King of the West Saxons during the late 9th century. But before we get into that I wanted to encourage you if you enjoy the content that you're hearing on the Transforming Lives Together podcast like this show or the other um, programs that we have, the other episodes that we have on this uh, channel, please leave a five star rating and positive review wherever you are listening. This really helps in making the podcast visible to more people. And again, we really do appreciate the feedback. So please uh, take a moment, uh, leave a positive review and reading, and again, help us reach more people with the content of this podcast. So I'm going to start off by reading the bio that is found in the Lesser Feasts and Fast book. Uh, This is the 2001 edition that I'm using and then afterwards I'm going to read from the Gospel of Luke. That's one of the lessons scheduled for today in memory of Alfred. And then I'll have a little reflection and we'll close our time with a collect appointed for today. So to begin, here is the bio that is found in the Lesser Feast and Fast Book. Alfred, alone of all English rulers, has been called the Great because of his courage and Christian virtues. Born in 849 at Wantage, Berkshire, the youngest of five sons of King Æthelwulf, Alfred spent his life in a time of battle, murder, and sudden death during the Viking invasions and settlement in Britain. He was deeply impressed when, on a visit to Rome at the age of four, he was blessed by Pope Leo IV, and two years later, when he witnessed the marriage of Æthelwulf to a young princess of the Frankish court. Following his father's death, and the short reigns of his brothers, Alfred became king in 871. In heroic battles and by stratagems against the Danes, Alfred halted the tide of their invasion and secured control of the southern and part of the Midland regions of England for the English. After a decisive victory in 878 at Eddington over the Danish leader Guthrum, he persuaded his foe to accept baptism. Alfred died on October 26, 899, and was buried in the Old Minster at Winchester. In his later years, Alfred sought to repair the damage that the Viking invasions had inflicted on culture and learning, especially among the parish clergy. With the help of scholars from Wales and the continent, he supervised translations into English of important classics of theology and history, including works of Pope Gregory the Great, Augustine of Hippo, and the Venerable Beattie. In one of them he commented, He seemed to me a very foolish man, and very wretched, who will not increase his understanding while he is in the world, and ever wish and long to reach that endless life where all shall be made clear." So as I mentioned before, our lesson comes from the Gospel of Luke, and I'm going to be reading verses 43 through 49 of chapter 6. For there is no good tree which produces bad fruit, nor, on the other hand, a bad tree which produces good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they pick grapes from a briar bush. The good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth what is good. And the evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil, for his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and acts on them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house, who dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock. And when a flood occurred, the torrent burst against that house and could not shake it, because it had been well built. But the one who has heard and has not acted accordingly is like a man who built a house on the ground without any foundation, and the torrent burst against it, and immediately it collapsed, and the ruin of that house was great. As I reflect on the life of Alfred and on the gospel reading from Luke's gospel, there I I find it really interesting that Alfred didn't just build England up in terms of its uh, fortifications and in terms of its military defenses, but that he sought to repair the culture, to establish um, culture and learning again. And did so through theologians and writers like Pope Gregory the Great and Augustine of Hippo. That it wasn't just enough to simply um, establish any culture, but a culture and learning that was founded upon the Word of God, that was founded upon Christian morality, Christian values. And I think that's really important because a lot of times when we think about uh, battles and we think about struggles, we often think about external. But sometimes we forget that those external battles started internally, started in this invisible realm of the mind, of the spirit, not just simply uh, angels and demons, but in the minds and in the spirit of individuals like you and me. And sometimes the best way that we can build a strong foundation and a strong society to build a strong country is to attack at those points before they get out into the external. To attack those ideas and to win the war against those ideas with the knowledge of Christ. So again, um, let us pursue the Lord um, with our whole selves, not just with our bodies, not just with our spirit, but also with our mind. And uh, with that, uh, let us close our time with uh, colic appointed for today. And um, that is for Alfred the Great. O Sovereign Lord, you brought your servant Alfred to a troubled throne that he might establish peace in a ravaged land and revive learning and the arts among the people. Awaken us also a keen desire to increase our understanding while we are in this world and an eager longing to reach that endless life where all will be made clear through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of A Saintly Moment, and we look forward to having you again next time. Until then, God bless.